3: To be one of the most fearless journalists in the world. He kicks ass and chews bubblegum at the same time. He is Shepard and Bellis. And you are listening to the Shepard and Bellas show. And without further ado, here is your host, Shepard and
1: What a day, what a day. We got a great show planned. We have a special guest coming up here in a couple minutes one of my good friends he's in the mixed martial arts and he's the most active mixed martial arts fighter in the world we're going to be having Shannon the cannon rich on with us um, and we're gonna be just talking about uh, his life in general it's he has an exciting story I know him personally and I think it's just gonna be really interesting To go through some of the events in his life, Um, I myself just got off of the Confessionals podcast with Tony Merkel, uh, where you can likely catch me on one of the next episodes because he pre-records it. And I did four hours on there, and I was thinking, you know, I basically laid out some of my uh, stuff that's that's going on with me. Um, You know, what better time than to have Shannon lay it out because. I mean this is a, a one of a kind type of um, life you know you uh, uh Shannon and I used to work together back in construction and it's just interesting to see how our different um lives developed after our uh, paths crossed and all this stuff and uh very fascinating so Bethany and Donnie will be joining us shortly hopefully Aaron Cole's not going to be with us and um let's see you know, uh, ju- I want to thank everyone for um, that's contributed to the Ambellus Network uh, for contributing because, you know, it's 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 been a lot of work to get this up and going and the shows, you know, to put this out and do all this. It's a lot of work, but it's really nice to know that there's good people that support the truth and the freedom of speech. So we're going to have uh Shannon the Cannon Rich on now because uh it's been a long time since we had him on uh, since season 1 I think it's been over a year now Shannon how have you been what have you been up to um I know you've been up to a lot of stuff um but like lately what's your um you know what's your life been like lately because we met up I guess it was like several months ago maybe now and um you know after not seen each other in quite a while we've known each other for several decades um you know what have you been up to recently i saw you appeared in a magazine lately uh um, i mean how cool is that
0: yeah man it's pretty good what's going on Shepard? man it's good to be here um yeah man a lot of things are going on you know me man i, I wear a lot of hats i've always been busy man i'm just a hustler um <laughs> uh yeah it's like my whole mma career I was just hustling always trying to look for that next fight right um yeah, Outlaw Biker Magazine just came out. Um, it's the September edition. Um, www.tattoomediainc.com. You can check it out. Outlaw Biker Magazine. I'm on the cover. They did a, a nine-page article on me. Um, I got to use Randy Couture's uh, custom chopper motorcycle, and mm-hmm. uh, he's also in the in the magazine with me on the back. Um, so yeah, it was really cool. Got to go out to Vegas and uh, do this photo shoot and uh, and do a pretty in-depth article interview. um yeah it was pretty
1: cool that's fun man that sounds cool just just to um go do all that you know when uh when we used to do construction together you were uh fighting at the time you you know we've even done fights with um you know our our friend uh bobby and we we got the coliseum all going and uh
2: that's right we did our own shows yeah yeah,
1: i think like i remember joe diesel rigs um in the main event and and watching joe i remember joe um going around with his honorage because like we threw this fight and it was like something i don't know to me it was like a scene out of rocky or something i had to go to <laughs> las vegas after that but i remember just um i was in the um you know we were up by the ropes or whatever we had like seats right there and um Joe comes in with his entourage and I'm like, damn, that guy he's fighting is like awful big. And then you like did some uh spin kick or heel kick or something on uh this dude and just like knocked him down or out. Um Yeah, knock uh, him out. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, yeah. uh, what's that like when you um get in a ring like that? Like back then, uh, what drove you to do that? Um I know you grew up in Coolidge and you said like the bullies used to stuff you in garbage cans and stuff like that. So, <laughs> so like, I mean, yeah, I
0: mean, you know, I, I, you know, Shepard, I was the smallest kid in school and I, you know, I always got picked on and um, I joined the wrestling team. I thought that would, you know, kind of toughen me up and, and it did. And, um, you know, I just, I just, I dug deep and I, I kept training. I did martial arts. I did karate. And, and then I took, uh, I took that to the next level and started doing um, what was called NHB at the time, no holds barred uh wasn't a such thing as MMA. It was no rules fighting, valetudo, uh, no rules, no rounds, no weight classes, and, um, you know, you either win by by knockout or, or by submission, and, uh, you know, I started doing that back in 1991 as I was putting myself through college, and uh, it just kind of went from there, and then, you know, obviously, uh, meeting guys like Dan, the B7, uh, put me, you know, kind of taking me under his wing, and uh, Don Fry, and... The, you know, getting to know these guys, and they were fighting in the bigger shows. And you know, I'm fighting in these small arenas in Mexico, bare knuckle. And uh, you know, they would they ask me, Hey, do you want to go fight in this event or that event? And uh, actually, Dan Severn called me up and they had me go fight in Hawaii and uh, the Blaisdell Arena in front of 10,000 fans. That was my first sanctioned event, and um, that was pretty, pretty amazing what uh what were
1: you thinking what were you Mm -hmm. thinking at that point because like um
0: no man i i thought if i could make a career out of this this is what i want to do i mean at the time you know in early 90s the ufc had just started in 1993 Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you know i'm watching these guys fight on tv and i'm like this is what i want to do i mean who you know you you get paid to fight i mean who who wouldn't want to do that it was amazing so that's kind of how i you know, I put myself around people that were fighters, Dan Severn, Don Fry, Mark Kerr, Mark Coleman. Um, I put myself out there and got to know these guys. And they kind of put me under their wing, taught me what they knew. And I started doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu under Carlos Machado. Eventually got my black belt. <clears throat> and eventually went in Worlds. But, you know, at the time, NHB was just starting out. Nobody mm-hmm. really knew about it. So when you told somebody you were a cage fighter, they look at you like you were crazy. Now now everybody's a cage fighter They know a cage fighter they know somebody you know everybody's a ufc fan i mean ufc is a household name now but back then you know no one knew about it and then when you did tell them about it they kind of looked at you like you were nuts did you have (laughs) did
1: you think in in the back of your mind back then did you anticipate it to be as big as it is now
0: absolutely i knew it i mean uh, i mean at the time it was the fastest growing sport in the world and Every year, it just got bigger and bigger and bigger, and finally, it started breaking off all over the world. I mean, Russia, Japan, China, Canada, Mexico, Puerto Rico, Australia. I mean, everybody's doing uh, mixed martial arts, MMA, uh, combination of kickboxing, boxing, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and uh, they put it all together. And now, it's uh, you know, it's it's a it's an amazing sport. It's uh, it's sanctioned. Um, there's some really great fighters in it, but there's another sport that's coming up, and it's actually more exciting than. MMA, it's called bare knuckle boxing, and that's been around for over a hundred years, except that uh, it's been illegal. And now Dave Feldman with the BKFC, they've literally just got it sanctioned. Uh, they're sanctioned in seventeen states right now. Hopefully, they'll be uh, sanctioned in Arizona soon. But bare knuckle boxing—if you haven't watched that, man, go watch it. It's it's uh, it's amazing. It's five two-minute rounds of two guys just getting in there swinging for the fences. Bare knuckle, um, same rules as boxing. You I mean you can't. Uh, punch or you know you can't kick or elbow or anything it's straight it's just straight boxing but it's bare knuckle no gloves it's uh it's, it's an amazing sport
1: now uh shannon you do that uh, bare knuckle and i mean that's up uh, that's impressive to me um that you do that so you you're saying you think this is this is going to be like um what people are are really going to start tuning into we're going to be back we got to go to a break we got shannon the cannon rich He's uh, the most active MMA fighter in the world. Bethany Adani is going to be joining us as well. Hi, everyone. Shepard Ambellis here. And I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network, where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24-7, 365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.Live has it all great shows like Rained Out Rantcast Conspiracy Chicks Berserker Survival The Cole Report and my show The Shepherd Ambellus Show click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule also don't forget to support the network scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love check out your favorite shows ATN.Live The Ambellus talk
2: network
4: this is bethany adani from the shepherd Ambella show co-host with aaron cole and i'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambella's talk network monday through friday 7 p.m eastern time 6 p.m central again you can catch us on atn.live Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.live, The Shepherd Ambellis Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co-host Bevany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole join us.
1: Shepard Ambellis here. I bet you didn't know I make beats. That's right, I make beats, all exclusive, original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects. Just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call Judgment Day. The All-Original Beat Judgment Day by Shepard Ambellus. Remember, if you need an All-Original Beat, contact Shepard Ambellus.
3: Copyright 2020. On the edge of your seat, stop biting your nails. Sit back, strap in, and enjoy the ride. You're listening to The Shepherd Ambellus Show.
1: well uh it's been nearly two decades i've known him shannon the cannon rich the most active mma fighter in the world and you know we have a couple uh funny stories together like one time we were working in this uh, quiznos and i think like shannon was pounding on the wall with a sledgehammer or something and the salon next door was at like an asian salon the mirror broke on their wall or it fell down and the guy comes over all mad. And he's like, you break the mirror on the wall. You break the mirror on the wall. <laughs> so like, uh, there was just, um, you know, crazy stuff like that. One time Shannon, you might have to unmute yourself. Cause I muted you, uh, by accident. Bethany's, yeah, I got it. Bethany's with us now. Um, Hey guys, <laughs> Hey, uh, hey, hey. And another time, you know, I was driving around with Shannon and these high school kids were getting ready to get in a fight. And um, Shannon's like, pull in. And um, he had these um, trading cards with like Shannon the cannon on him, like with his stats and stuff um, for the fighter stats. And these kids were getting ready to scrap. And Shannon's like, hey, what do you kids know about fighting? And started handing these cards out and like, the kids stopped like fighting. it was crazy um so yeah uh just you know some uh, some fun stories uh, shannon uh we did construction together you uh you know at the time you were also doing the the fighting and I I think back then you had already fought uh like a Gracie Sakuraba um can you tell yeah, us I fought, yeah can you tell us about yeah, I, you know the name name off some of these battles that uh, occurred back then and then can you actually walk us through like what it's like to fight sakuraba at pride like you know at, go through like the the time era you know what what that was like you know you you get on an airplane oh. you know the whole nine yards like your yeah, dressing yeah. room
0: yeah yeah so you know yeah, uh, i had just fought um I just fought Mark Weir in. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I had just fought Mark Weir in um, in London, and um, I had a broken arm, and uh, you know I had to deal with that. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, I'm, I'm in Dallas, Texas, and it's the year 2000, and it's 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 my birthday, September 27th, and Don Fry gives me a call and says, "Hey, Shannon, um, you want to fight Sakuraba in Pride?" And I'm like, oh, yeah. oh man. And, uh, and so uh I started training. That that was actually the first time I ever had a uh fight camp. So I mean I had a fight camp for what, about four weeks, got in really good tip top shape. Um they paid for the hotel, they paid for airfare, they paid for two quartermen. Um so we all go to we go we all go to uh Japan and I'm getting ready to fight Sakuraba main event, Pride eleven.
1: Wait, wait, and, wait. Uh yeah. lead us into that like a little bit better. Describe like
4: what Whoa. like what
1: it's like you're you get on an airplane i mean what's this trip like what goes into the shit like behind the scenes and you know is that like a journey to go to japan do you got to bring gear uh do they stop oh, you at yeah, custom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, you, you know go bring, you go through some of these me. details because I, I feel like like I, people don't know what it takes to do this. Yeah.
0: well first of all you know you got to bring all your your uh your your mitts and your pads and your gloves, mouthpiece, cup, you gotta you know, groin protector, you gotta bring all that and then you gotta you know, you gotta worry about making weight. So, you know, they, they, they bring you out a few days early so you can cut weight and then there's a cutting weight process. Um you have to you know, the, the contract says you gotta be a certain weight, so you know, you'll see everybody on the fight card cutting weight. You're in the sauna and you know, you're fighting these guys and you're actually cutting weight with the guys. So there's a lot of you know animosity and and sometimes
1: shit you know, goes on behind see, the scenes yeah, uh, like yeah, stare like downs and
0: yeah yeah for sure and then and then you know you you you're not eating you're not drinking any water so you're grouchy and Ooh. you know, you, you, uh, you you know you get you're on the, you're on edge for sure. <laughs> but um but um on that fight card matter of fact you know there were guys like Vanderlei Silva there was uh, big big daddy Goodrich there was uh, mm-hmm. uh, Heath Herring you know some of the bigger names at mm-hmm. the time and they were all on the undercard and, and I was the main event. So man, it was, it was a it, one, it, it was a shock and it, it, it was amazing just to be the main, you know, fighting in pride. But then again, let's, let's sit, turn it up. You know, I'm the main event. And it was, it was just a surreal tight feeling because I was a big fan of Sakuraba and here I am, I'm getting ready to fight this guy. Um, I'm getting ready in, in uh, <laughs> I'm getting ready in the dressing room and they're calling everybody out and and then here it is it's my turn i walk out and there's sixty thousand people in the uh in the arena and i never fought an arena that big before wow now does that so okay so
1: like you're in the dressing room you're getting ready to go out are you just like like almost like scared shitless but pumped with adrenaline or are you like ready to fucking like kick ass like what like how is your mentality at this point during that sakuraba uh fight like how was your mental
0: Honestly, I felt really good. I felt like I could beat him. Um, it, it was a, it was a weird feeling, you know. I felt like I could beat him. I was on top of the world. I was in the best shape I've ever been in. And I go out, and you know, the fans and the bright lights, and I mean, fighting in Tokyo, uh, in Japan, and, and the main event. I mean, dude, it was just so much emotions. It was so raw emotions. And then the here I am getting ready to fight Sakuraba, and I'm looking across as the the referee's about ready to say start. And I'm kind of starstruck. I kind of just kind of got stuck in the mud. Um, I came out, huge, big kick, and I took him down. I'm the first guy to ever take Sakuraba down. I impressed myself. You know, I was like, oh, my God, I just took Sakuraba down. <laughs> love, you know, yeah. what's going on here? And, and then, you know, he caught me with a leg lock. And I, I think the fight only lasted, but, you know, a little under two minutes. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that, it, that was the fight that launched my career. You know, I fought Sakuraba main event Pride 11. Damn, I went on the fight... Two more times in Pride, but that was the pinnacle of my my uh, my career. Um 30-year career, by the way. But you know, it was the pinnacle. I got to fight the number one guy in the world. He had just beat five Graces in a row. And if people don't know about Pride, before the UFC, Pride was the Super Bowl of MMA. It was the it was the it was the World Series. I mean, it, it was the best of the best. Um, if you fought in Pride, you were the best of the best at the time. And not only was I just fighting in Pride, but I was the main event. So I mean, it was a, plus it Pride was a huge had honor. like
1: Pride had like this uh, stigma to it, like it was like badass, right? Like, like
4: oh, absolutely, yeah,
0: absolutely. It was the best of the best. So it was um, real it was nice. Come, real nice. nice, nice.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to say it, Shannon. I tried. Yeah
0: there's two ways to say, you ways you to say it to
4: say that Shepard. real nice
0: <laughs> how do you say Shepard? real
1: mo-fucking-nice
4: <laughs> wow we'd i've be, never heard that before that must we'd be, be we'd exclusively be, for you shannon uh, yeah we'd be working
0: construction and i'd be i'd be you know five in the morning or something we'd be working and then
4: Shepard would come
0: in and he'd he'd, he'd yell real nice <laughs> It rah. was, it was funny we but, you know, Shepard, coming, you know, coming from Coolidge, Arizona, where I came from, I was the smallest kid in school. I got picked on. I got beat up. You know, I, I, I had to, uh, I had to uh, you know, adapt to adversity. I get get to that point where, you know, in seventh grade, I'm going to commit suicide. I'm getting beat up every day. And then here I am. I, I, I changed my life, my history. And, you know, I, I go and I work at the prison. Uh, you know, and that's a whole nother story. Um, and then I go into the military, and that's a whole other story there. But, you know, then I'm, I'm fighting the main event in pride. Um, coming from a small town out in the desert, you know, down a dirt road, living in a trailer, um, to fighting the, you know, the main event in pride, it's just, it's unreal. It's surreal. It's, It's like a, it's like a dream. When I start telling people some of the stuff I've done. You know one they're either like hey you need to write a movie or you know you need or they don't believe you they can't they can't believe me
1: they're yeah like, i no i have done that. i have a similar stories you know like um i was a commercial fisherman and that's like in a way like you you were a contractor right like can you how yeah. did that all come
0: about well you know after after i worked in the prison um i did that five years working central unit maximum security in florence arizona and then you know i I quit doing that i went and became a union carpenter and got invested I, I did the i did the apprenticeship program and then i became a journeyman and then a, a, a foreman and i ended up being a superintendent that was the the last i got to but then after that i joined the army um i wanted to go you know travel the world and i got stuck at fort hood texas <laughs> mm-hmm. so um i didn't really get to go anywhere but then after the army um you know 9 11 happened and some other things happened and so Uh, early 2000s i heard of this company called blackwater private security contractor and uh, they were hiring to uh, take 12 guys to be the um united states ambassador protection detail and uh, i ended up getting getting hired i i worked for um, a private security contractor in iraq i ended up becoming the bodyguard for united states ambassador john negroponte Um, also worked with colin powell Lisa rice donald rumsfeld um and you know, I met a great group of guys that are all tier one special forces guys. One guy in particular was a guy by the name of Chris Peranto. He uh he um he was one of the guys, one of the heroes that were that was in Benghazi in Libya. Um so getting to know him, getting to work with these guys learning from everybody. Um it's it's all just been it's just been a one big learning experience. And then like, you know, all of these things are just chapters, not only in my life, but they're chapters in the book that i'm gonna write so it's like everything has a story you and, know
1: uh, uh i want to get into the um middle east thing just a little bit but like what's weird too is like um certain people you bump in into in your life and then sometimes like certain things come back around and i was thinking how um like you know i'm friends with alex jones i go on um, the alex jones show in studio and then all of a sudden you're bodyguarding Alex Jones, you know, like, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: I started, I was doing security for Alex Jones and then, then you and I were talking about it and you were like, Hey, I was on Alex Jones. I was on Infowars," and you know, I had already known about that and stuff, but it, yeah, but it's a small world. It's like, everybody runs you know it's four degrees of separation everybody knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody isn't somebody.
1: it isn't it a trip that's a trip to me um how that how that works in it you know um i don't know um it's just um i guess you know the energies and the vibes you know they go around and i think it's like things happen like that for some reason or like it 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 changes people's lives in certain ways it's just like interesting but it's also interesting to see like how Everything you've done and how it's developed. Um, so,
0: like, it comes full circle. It, it just comes for a circle. Yeah. yeah. For
1: sure. And so, like, you're a, you're, you do the fast shooting and um, tactical yeah, stuff. Yeah, CQB,
0: close, close quarter combat instruction. Um, you know, I go out to military bases, I teach, uh, firearms instruction for uh, you know regular people law enforcement swat cia fbi l you know all the alphabet agencies so uh yeah i go out to the range teach people how to shoot um weapon retention weapon takeaway and then ground fighting obviously we do uh, a lot of brazilian jiu-jitsu instruction so um right now i'm you know i'm kind of working with uh pinal county sheriff's department mark lamb so he'll have certain um engagements that he needs somebody to come with him and i i roll up there with him and uh, if you don't know who mark lamb is get get to know him he's he's one hell of a guy he's he's the pinal county sheriff he's in, on that tv show 60 days in and he was a he was a host for um, live pd um super great guy um wears a cowboy hat and he's always uh yeah doing, you know on fox on fox nation right a, a contributor and talks about the border uh border stuff that's going on right now and the big fentanyl problem and mm-hmm. all the uh the, the invasion right now that's going on through uh, the pinal county so yeah so pretty man that,
1: that sounds, maybe we
4: can get him on the show, show yeah
1: yeah yeah definitely that he does a lot of good stuff That sound, <clears throat> that sounds um fun you know you you get to go out and um fire these weapons get proficient at using them and always practice your skills and like teach others how to defend themselves. Um, and all this, is there any, um, like what's your weapon of choice? Like if you were going into, um, martial law, like, uh, let's say, uh, you know, a zombie apocalypse was happening. (laughs) Uh, what, what, how would you want to be set up?
0: my everyday carry is a Glock 40. I use I use a 40 caliber just because it's a little bit bigger than a 9. A 40 caliber, you get hit by that, you're going to fall down. I nine also like
1: that, the 40. May, that's perfect.
0: Yeah, you know, 9mm may obviously hit you and could stop you. Uh, a lot of times it'll stop you, but a lot of times you're going to have to hit them one or two times. With you, a 40, you, you, you notice that
1: the 9mm doesn't um, cock it the next round in as quick as a 40. A forty's um gets it in quicker for a faster return right you know when it clacks i I
0: don't know if that's i don't know if that's actually correct i i i have a nine millimeter as well and it 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 fires just as fast as i can pull that trigger does it does it um, yeah yeah absolutely and and, you know there's things you can work on you can get special triggers that are actually you know make it faster Mm -hmm. but my, my glock 40 is the everyday carry and then obviously if we're gonna have the apocalypse you're talking about um I do like either a five-five-six or a, a three-zero-eight or, um, you know, a three-hundred blackout, some kind of AR for, AR platform, um, semi-automatic rifle. Yeah, they, wow. like,
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's fun stuff. Now, um, so okay, so you you uh, been over in the Middle East? You were um, like, what? What do you do over there? Run like security type operations and stuff like that? Is that like scary? Yeah, like me, Are you hyped up? Yeah. Like, like really
0: scary. I mean, there was a lot of a lot of firefights there. There were a lot of uh, a lot of crazy stuff happened. Like I don't know if you know what a haboob is, but you lived here in Arizona. Mm-hmm. A haboob is a is a dust storm that just comes out of nowhere and it middle, literally makes it go dark in the middle of the daytime. And uh, it's just it, it, it's literally the biggest dust storm you could ever think of. So those were always happening. We had car bombs going off all the time. Uh, there were IEDs. You just drive down the road and things blow up. Uh, people shooting at you all the time um you know more or less everywhere everywhere the ambassador went we took him it was like a, a presidential detail we had two helicopters and we had like a three or four car motorcade plus the uh, Humvees. um yeah it was uh, it was interesting on the days we weren't doing that we were uh, doing you know helping the qrf yeah, quick reaction force so Man. if uh, anybody got stuck we'd go in and help them get out
1: ooh i um,
0: uh, had a lot of great guys a lot of good a lot of good people Um, we're going to go to a break on
1: the other side Shannon let's get into a little bit of MMA technique and Bethany's daughter does jujitsu and then let's talk about your movies and stuff Uh, absolutely amazing Shannon the Cannon Ridge we'll be back
4: This is Bethany Adani from The Shepherd Ambella Show, co host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambella's Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on atn.live. Call anytime and show us some love. atn.live, The Shepherd Ambella Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us.
1: Shepard Ambellus here. I bet you didn't know I make beats. That's right, I make beats. All exclusive, original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects. Just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call Judgment Day. The All-Original Beat Judgment Day by Shepard Ambellis. Remember, if you need an All-Original Beat, contact Shepard Ambellis. Copyright 2020. Hi everyone, Shepard Ambellis here. And I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network. Where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24 7, 365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.live has it all. Great shows like Raindell Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, The Shepherd Ambella Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, Don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows. ATN.Live, the Ambellus Talk Network.
3: He's forgotten more than most people know. If you've thought about it, he's done it. He once failed a high school course with an A+. He's Shepard Ambellus. And you are listening to his show.
1: This show we're talking all about MMA fighting, uh, virtually everything. Shannon the McCannon, he's, he's done so much stuff. He's had an amazing life. Uh, this is a good way to document it too, Shannon, and I was thinking, and you know you can like think about putting things you know from the show in your book because you're like laying out um, you know parts of, of your life and stuff. Bethany Adani, your daughter does jiu jitsu and you know, she got into it at a young age. Um, and there's a lot of, um, youngsters getting into the MMA and whatnot, Shannon, what, what do you, um, you know, for the people listening that are thinking about doing MMA and, you know, is there any age restrictions on this stuff? Like, um, is it better to get into it at a younger age? I'm assuming. And, um, you know, what, what kind of, uh, stuff do do you start with when they start drilling in this stuff? Um. Yeah. Well, you got to yeah.
0: remember, MMA is mixed martial arts, so it's a combination of all martial arts. But if you know you want to learn um, the ground fighting, you know, obviously Brazilian jiu-jitsu, wrestling, judo, um, those are definitely some uh, some some uh, martial arts that are amazing. Uh, I, I think ground fighting is is the key because I mean, any anyone can throw a punch, and uh, you know, you get lucky, you hit the guy, and you knock him out, but. What happens when you start the fight and they grab each other and the fight ends up on the ground? Um, you know, all fights are going to end up on the ground. I mean, you look at the UFC. I mean, those guys all start standing up, but eventually you go to the ground. So if you don't have some ground fighting, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a bad day for you. So, yeah, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, age of five years old. I had a gym for eight years, and and my, my recommended age was five years old um, just because – Younger than five the attention span is not there, especially with the techniques that you're trying to teach them Um, So five years old is a great great age to start and uh, you know Brazilian jiu-jitsu wrestling uh, judo uh, Those are something great, you know, obviously if you want to do some stand-up do Muay Thai kickboxing is my is my you know my choice but if you can't do Muay Thai then I would you know Taekwondo uh, karate um, regular kickboxing boxing you need to have some kind of stand-up but then obviously put it all together you know? but yeah you know, my my advice my advice to somebody that's getting ready to start out say you know if you're a, a parent and you want to get your kid into it is go check out the schools check out the instructors find out who the coaches are and uh, pick a good school because uh you know it's 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 about you know it's about those guys who are going to be uh, teaching your kids so you obviously want to have a good instructor Absolutely. Yeah.
4: If I could just do a quick plug, finishers, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, great school, great crew. Um, my daughter's just, I mean, she's been doing it since she was eight and, um, loves it. And I'll tell you one thing, she can kick my ass. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> she, ta- I tap out every time she gets me in that rear naked chokehold. That's her specialty. And that's ever an arm bar. And that's it. I'm done. <laughs>
1: now uh shannon through all this um you know i when when i was younger i, I remember watching the the rocky movies and they had that uh rocky four where he goes and he trains in russia and he fights in russia and i was like damn like that's badass like look at that he's climbing this mountain." you know you actually uh fought in russia and trained in russia like what what was that like
0: well, it was amazing. I mean, uh, it was amazing. I've been there several times. Uh, actually, me and my wife have been there uh, a few times. Uh, yeah, I've got to go to places like um, Siberia. And I, I was out there and there was a, you know, you got to see the Northern Lights. That was the first time I'd ever seen that. I have read about it and seen the movies. And then I actually got to see it in person. And then, you know, I'm out there and uh, it's in the middle of nowhere. And we come across these teepees. And you know I'm Native American, and I know what a TPE is, and I see these TPs and they're literally like these Eskimo—I uh, would say Native Americans—but they're they're in Russia. Um, they were called the Deer People, the Reindeer People, and in, in Siberia they have this group of Native Americans. They're not Native Americans; they're Native Russians, I guess, but they're um, they're Indians, and uh, they look like Eskimos. Um, it it was just amazing, you know. I'm Choctaw. I'm the first uh, Choctaw Native American to ever mm-hmm. go to that mm-hmm. uh, area of Siberia. And, and yeah, that was cool, man. Uh, wow. You know, I've just seen all kinds of crazy stuff, man. Moscow was nuts. I mean, I got to go to uh, uh, check out Moscow, the Red Square. and, and Those uh,
1: buildings are a trip, huh? Man,
0: it was awesome. It was really cool. Great pictures. Me and my wife got some really good pictures there. Um, uh, yeah, it was, it's fun. You know, we've been all over the place, though. You know, not just Russia, but we've been to China, uh, Japan, China. Um, china yeah man china china uh, was uh, china was pretty cool uh, what a uh, what's that like man when you're over there what, like... man, so many people but you know they, they actually treated us really well um you know a, a place that i didn't get treated so well was rome um one time i was in rome and i'm uh trying to get a taxi and they wouldn't give us a ride they wouldn't give us a ride in the taxi um that did happen to us in china too really in macau yeah in macau china they uh Uh, we were the you know macau is like uh las vegas Mm -hmm. but they have they have all the gambling and stuff so we're in macau china and we're out you know checking out all the casinos walking down the strip and then all of a sudden you know we're trying to get a taxi and they see that we're american they wouldn't give us a ride they just kept driving by so that was pretty interesting
1: oh yeah yeah that is that's weird how you can get that vibe in in some areas you know um and, you, and, you know
0: who treats us really well? I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Some of the best places I've ever been is in Mexico. Yeah. Mexico, the people tr- treated me like a king. I love Mexico, and you know, Shepherd, we were, we were we were just hanging out in Mexico. I know what while. Bethany's
1: getting ready to say.
0: Yeah, dude. Uh, no, we love Mexico. Mexico's one of my F Mexico's you, one Shep. of my favorite one of my favorite places in the world.
1: I tell Bethany I love Mexico and everything's so good here that I tell her like ten times a day what's so good here and. And now the new running joke is every time I say something good about Mexico, she just goes "fuck you, Shep." <laughs>
4: <laughs> if he posts a beautiful picture of a sunset on the beach, She's underneath it, like, let me see Shep. the comment. "Fuck you, Shep." <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. But no, we were
0: t- you know we were talking um, earlier about bare knuckle boxing. That is literally, I mean, have, if you've never watched it, I want you to I want you to watch it, Shepard. It's um it's a fastest growing uh, combat sport in the world, man. It's uh five two-minute rounds of just boxing bare knuckle and uh man it's it's gonna i think it's gonna it's gonna overtake mma does that when you do that
1: shannon do you um does it are you like more scared to or something like that or are you just like well fuck it because i'm seasoned like how do you um no, learn to just man, deal with funny. fighting and getting hit and stuff from being in so many fights that you're just like whatever or do you ever get uh you're nervous
0: oh it's yeah, Of course, I still get nervous, but it's technical. I mean, bare-knuckle boxing is technical boxing because you can't just swing for the fences. If you hit somebody on the top of the head... On top of the it head, could break
1: it, your it, knuckle or whatever, so, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. So you have, to, you have to pick your spots. You have to pick and be careful. But, I mean, you just get out there and bang, man. And it's just... It's so more raw. It's so more man-to-man, you know, machismo, yeah. I guess. You know, you, you go crazy. out there, two guys put up your fists and just... The winner takes all. You know, it's it's just amazing, man. It's just how do to you me, get, I love it. I love it better.
4: How do you get to that point where you don't have that fear of like you know getting hit? I mean, and and really um, feeling it. I would imagine so. Well,
0: uh, you you always feel it. Um, I, I you know you got to be it, born. It becomes you're like a, a, or you're not a fighter, yeah. You know? It's
1: like when like I train you. for motocross and you crash and you break bones, but like your thing is motocross, so you're gonna do it. You know, I guess you got to have like a passion for it. Shannon, is that what it yeah, is?
0: Exactly. Yeah, man. I mean, there's 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 that thing, fight or flight, and you'll know real fast and a quick in a hurry if you get into a fight and you get punched. You're either gonna fight or you're gonna turn away, cower, and and be like, yeah, this isn't for me. And believe me, there's a lot of guys that you know, tough guys that get in the middle of a fight and punch them in the nose, and they quit. They're like, yeah, I'm done. You're just, either born like, yeah, with steel no balls or
4: not. I guess right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what's yeah. the worst? Well, I seen Shannon got. clean
1: some dude's clock. This dude was big, and I think he thought he was just gonna fucking go in there, and Shannon just got this dude like good, like right out of the gate too.
0: Yeah, under a minute. Um,
4: what did, what did you ask me?
0: You just asked I you asked, asked
4: you what what's the worst injury you ever received, oh. and what's the worst injury you ever gave? How about that um. one? Oh my gosh!
0: You know, okay. So for me, I broke, you know, I broke my hands, I broke my arm twice, I, I put, I did a patella tendon rupture on my left knee. I was out for a year, had had to have emergency surgery. Uh, I think that's the worst worst injury is the patella tendon rupture. Um, You know, crack ribs. Uh, I think the worst I ever did anybody is probably broke their jaw, or uh, broke their nose, something like
1: that. Dang, that seems like it would hurt too.
4: Geez, between you and Sheb, you guys are keeping the orthopedic surgeons and uh, you know uh, physical therapists <laughs> busy. <Hey>, when, <dizzy. laughs> when we come
1: back, we're gonna talk about all these films. Shannon's in. Uh, he's been doing amazing work. He's in some great films. We'll be right back. We gotta we gotta talk to him about this. Hi everyone, Shepard Ambellus here and I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellus Talk Network where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24-7, 365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.Live has it all. Great shows like Raindow Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, the shepherd ambellish show click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule also don't forget to support the network scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love check out your favorite shows atn.live the ambellish talk network
4: This is Bethany Adani from The Shepherd Ambella Show, co host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambella's Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on atn.live. Call anytime and show us some love. atn.live, The Shepherd Ambella Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us.
1: Shepard M. Bellis here. I bet you didn't know I make beats. That's right, I make beats. All exclusive, original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects. Just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call Judgment Day. Original Beat Judgment Day by shepherd Ambellis. Remember, if you need an all original beat, contact shepherd Ambellis. Copyright 2020.
3: He prefers Dog Man over Bigfoot and Mothman. He once got in a fight with a pit bull and won. His passion for the truth is infinite. He is Shepard Ambellus, and you are listening to his show.
1: Mixed martial arts fighter Shannon McCann and Rich bare knuckle boxer is joining us. Bethany Adani's here. Aaron Cole's not here. My voice is damn near blown out. I did uh four hours on the confessionals with Tony Merkel. Uh so that's coming out soon. And then uh now another hour on this and I'm almost blown out. I feel like uh Alex Jones today. Um so yeah, um Shannon um you got into, into acting and film and, and stunts and stuff like, how did all this come about and you've been working on some really cool projects lately. Um, and it's been developing like fairly quickly. It looks like, um, you know, tell us about it and, uh, what, you know, what's that all like, how did it all come about? Uh Oh. Shannon, are you there? I think you might be muted.
0: Are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it all started, you know, because I was an MMA fighter uh, and a professional wrestler. Um, Good, You know, being in front of the camera, very good. I I had an opportunity to do Walker, Texas Rangers, CSI, Las Vegas, iCarly, Numbers. You know, I was doing a bunch of TV shows. And then um, I I met a director and a couple couple stunt guys that are really big into the into the business uh, phil tan and karen gallagher gave me an opportunity um to work for a a, a director his name is asif akbar and asif was doing this movie called uh, the commando uh, a couple years ago and that was with uh, mickey rourke and michael j white and they gave me my my sag card so i joined the union i got my sag card and uh, that allows me to do bigger and better uh hollywood type you know big big budget movies um, so I did, you know, my, my first real acting scene was a fight scene uh, with, with lines with Mickey Rourke, and that was called The Commando. And then uh, that moved on to A, a Day to Die with Bruce Willis, Frank Grillo, Kevin Dillon, uh, the directors Wes Miller. And those you can actually see right now on Hulu, Netflix, and Apple TV, The Commando and A Day to Die. But yeah, yeah, it all started, you know, just... Uh, because I was an MMA fighter. Um, you know, I didn't have to go and audition and have to do all these things like you know a lot of guys. You know, they take years and years, go to acting school, and they 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 do all this stuff, and finally, you know, they may get one or two TV shows or maybe get an opportunity. Um, I kind of jumped. Well, in I feet. don't think I, it was you know, just because
1: you're thing. an MMA fighter. Like you're pretty photogenic. Well, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like you got a personality. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think
0: you know obviously I have a personality and you know but it it, it is about who you know and and it, you know I did know some people in the right places and you know and I, you know, I can't say it was all me they they opened the door and uh, I walked through the door or, or I, I should say I just busted the door down when they, you know, they <laughs> left it open for me <laughs> um so yeah so so I got my sad card so now I'm just you know I'm acting full um i uh, I just uh, I just landed a job in uh, in Vegas so hopefully that's gonna uh, start out in October um, kind of just waiting right now for them to uh, to do the grand opening it's a, it's a brand new place, it's for Emmett Smith it's called Emmett's so uh, emmett's.com, you can check it out it's a 5 star dining restaurant with uh, uh, 5 star Michelin chef Chef Rainier Schwartz he's an amazing chef and then uh, Emmett Smith is uh, one of the owners and uh, it's called Emmett's, it's going to be in Las Vegas right, right there on the strip
1: that's amazing so, uh, man uh, cool. uh, that's going to be cool that you're uh, doing that and that's perfect for you too you know that yeah i remember so when you you used to do uh um, you did security at barcelona and scottsdale one night and um <laughs> yeah we were yeah, sitting down run, and uh the vip and paula abdul was there just right over um right there
0: yeah 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 there was always uh there were always uh celebrities came in barcelona's out that, that was a good place in scottsdale i think um
4: so, oh, that's really cool. You keep really yeah. busy. It's yeah, really man. inspiring. And um, I like the story you told, too, um, about when Shep started telling the story, too, about when you came across the kids fighting and how you turned it around. <laughs> and I was curious to backtrack a little bit. What did you you said you worked in a prison? Yeah, I was a correction officer
0: at the Arizona oh, okay. uh, State Prison in, uh, in Florence, Arizona. It was called Central Unit. It was a uh, maximum security I uh, was out I, actually on the horse guard. I was a correction officer, and and we'd get on a horse. We'd take out you know twenty, thirty inmates at a time. We'd we'd have them go do uh, road work and uh, pick weeds and you know do, you know do d- different uh, labor intensive stuff. But um yeah, and then I then I worked in a unit. Uh, did that for five years. That um, yeah, was pretty interesting. Yeah, Yeah, that's tough.
4: That's not easy. That's not an easy job. I, I, have known, I knew a corrections officer pretty well, and it's, you know, you get mandated, and it's, it's, it's not always, you know. I'm sure you can handle yourself just fine, but how many years did you do that? I did it
0: for five years, and it was, you know, every day, every day was a different, different day. I mean, it was never the same. Wow. Yeah. There was some, there was something going on every day. (laughs) It was was always something going on.
1: I bet. I bet. So, what do you uh, like? What's your plan now? Just focus on that uh, Emmet's. Uh, like yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Focus on Emmett's right now. Again, the grand opening uh, got moved to. Uh, it was going to be September seventeenth. They, you know, had some issues with the permits and stuff like that. And they, you know, they're rebuilding the whole thing, so it's a brand new, uh, uh, you know, facility, uh, restaurant, and uh, and nightclub. It's it's a it's huge. It's like thirty thousand square feet. It's massive. Um, so they're supposed to open up in October.
1: Man, I think and, you're uh, going to so, need a on, so right now, just, You're going to need you know, a um, you're going to need an on-site intel officer over there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so right now, you know, just just sitting at the house, uh, enjoying time with my wife and my dogs and uh, hanging out in the backyard in the pool, you know, playing a lot of golf. Got a big golf tournament this weekend. Ooh. So, uh, we'll be hanging out there doing
1: that. Hey, uh what uh that's cool that you're in the golf. What's your um what's the hardest course that you've played or like your favorite one?
0: Oh, my favorite one is uh, the Five Hundred Club. It's a uh, PGA qualifier course out here in Pinnacle Peak. I'll, actually, I was right down the street where I live. I'm, I'm a member over there, and uh, that's actually where the tournament is this weekend. It's a uh, elevated tee boxes. Uh, you're in the mountains. You're, you're. You know, I mean, it's amazing. It's, it's just one of the best courses, seriously. And the people that run it are really great people. Um, yeah. That is,
1: you know, um, th- that sounds fun, man. I gotta get out and uh, do some golfing here. You know but my um, but
0: my birthday shep is coming up september 27th and so we may be coming to rocky
1: point oh nice dude happy birthday and uh you know that's that's a fun place yeah we'll have to we'll have to definitely talk about that dude uh for sure and meet up
4: what's this mine's not yeah. cheap
0: oh, okay so that's one of my sponsors you know dan codwell oh, yeah. really interesting story i know have you guys heard of Tap Out? So Tap Out Clothing was a huge, massive clothing company yeah, yeah. Um, back in the early 2000s. And, uh, you know, they he, Dan Caldwell was one of the founders, one of the owners. Uh, they ended up selling it. And now he's got a new uh, clothing company called Lions Not Sheep. So if you go to lionsnotsheep.com, check it out. They have some really great uh, shirts. A lot of MMA fighters are, are sponsoring it. Um, Cowboy Cerrone one of them. Uh, myself. Randy Couture. It's just a really good company.
1: Yeah, that I like the look of that shirt that you had on that you have on um, earlier yeah. when we were on camera before the show. That's uh, that's pretty cool, man. Um, anything else coming up? Like, uh, what's going on in um, you know in in the whole um, you know like what do you think's going on in the fight world? for the like well
0: obviously this this saturday is a massive massive fight you got hazmat versus nate diaz nate diaz this is his retirement fight from the ufc mm-hmm. he just announced that he's going to start his own fight promotion oh so you're going to be seeing uh, yeah diaz fight companies go start his own uh you know fight company i think he's going to try to go up against the ufc so wish him the wow. best of luck see what happens um well, what else is going on what you do you know, think October? about those cats that do that barstool
1: stuff the the what is it the logan's or um is that no
0: logan so what's paul. going on right now is, is boxing jake paul versus anderson silva october 29th it's going to be a big boxing match here in phoenix arizona believe it or not oh, october really? 29th jake paul versus anderson silva and uh we'll, we'll see what happens there i'm picking uh anderson silva via ko isn't that jake crazy how they got
1: all that going on like youtube and stuff and yeah. then like what it's turned Dude, you
0: into know, my 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 hats off to the guys i can I, I can't say anything bad about the guys the the logan brothers you know jake paul and uh, logan paul they look these guys are youtubers they uh they they got a ton of money in cryptocurrency and they are uh, they're rich man these <laughs> these guys are doing it dude could so, you imagine can't...
1: like what i mean that's just like off the chain dude yeah all right really well say man thanks for coming on the show awesome show dude uh interesting life man uh plug anything you want on the way out
0: hey man shannon the cannon uh so if you just go shannon rich mma that you catch me on instagram I always are throwing stuff out there what's going on shannon rich mma at instagram shep it was great being on the on the show with you guys and we will talk to you later
1: all right see you later yeah man.
4: happy birthday early all right yeah thank you, you. yeah we'll happy see you early soon birthday yeah all right we'll talk to you guys later all right thanks shannon
1: uh thank cool you. man uh don't forget to catch me on the confessionals here coming up on one of the next episodes and also support the network atm.live see you tomorrow Shepard M. Bellis here. I bet you didn't know I make beats. That's right, I make beats. All exclusive, original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects. Just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call Judgment Day. The All-Original Beat Judgment Day by Shepard Ambellis. Remember, if you need an All-Original Beat, contact Shepard Ambellis. Copyright 2020. Hi everyone, Shepard Ambellis here, and I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24-7-365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.Live has it all. Great shows like Raindell Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, The Shepard Ambella Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows. ATN.Live, the Ambellus Talk Network.
4: This is Bethany Adani from The Shepherd Ambella Show, co host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambella's Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.live, The Shepherd Ambella Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us
1: a